Yeah. But uh, like you said, uh, I think uh, it's something that I will sit and have a talk with her because at no point, it's already happening on the online class thing. Uh, teachers are feeling frustrated. Uh, they don't have a handle on uh, why is the video off at times. It may not necessarily be uh, a kid wanting to do that. There might be technological issues, but they get fired. They are told that they'll be marked as absent and all kinds of pressures are being put. And uh, yeah. the teachers themselves also do not know how to handle it. So they have five monitors in the class and God knows what is happening. And I'm like, what is this? Already these kids are like really fighting something beyond our ken for us also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to veer away because it's a, it's a topic very close to my heart being a parent. But uh, one other thing that I want to ask you is in one of the things that uh, that has happened to me, uh, the reason why the values workshop is here and I can I can claim that I do it reasonably well, listen to people and try and understand what they're saying and put it in a context where others can benefit from it. Even if yeah. my guest is, uh, I don't mean self-obsessed in a bad manner, but because we are so bound by our own story. Yeah, uh, that's true. So I try and contextualize it that I relate to it and I try and give you a, an example where it works with me. So my question to you is, with this kind of life experience that you had at such a young age and uh, honestly, you've been laughing about it. It tore my heart completely. Not because what I'm seeing now. Yeah. But because of a kid who is, uh, who's at a stage that you were. Yeah, that's true. And you were unable to understand and the world was unable to understand you. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> what can I say? There's nothing one can say at that yeah. point because that kid needs to be told. In fact, I had read a very nice line uh, and I had quoted it to a friend who was feeling very sorry for herself. I said, this story mm -hmm. that you're telling yourself, just imagine yourself as 10 years old and say this story to her that you're not worth it. And uh, yeah, she was crying and I also felt very strongly about this thing. So yeah. uh, what I want to ask you is, did you ever use this to hone your empathy and uh, you did talk a bit about that you went and started talking to people but did you talk from a position of power of being vulnerable which generally does not happen because we see it as two different things but uh, yeah. if I'm talking to you and I see that has gone through this and I come and tell you and you say don't yeah. worry I'll tell you what I did and so on and so forth so did you do anything like that and if you did how successful were you uh, have you tried to consciously help others with quote unquote, the Ushua problem, they like studies. <laughs> well, um, I think, I think in general, this is something that's true for, and this is, you know, coming back to one of the first things I said, when you think of yourself as a blog, you also see that, you know, there's uh -huh. maybe one, two things that universally apply to everyone around you. And one of them is, is the need to be altruistic. And I, I don't know if that's ever going to change, but the truth is that this is something that I see in everybody that I surround myself with in some way or another. They are extremely altruistic and by doing things for others, by being of service to others, they find happiness and meaning, right? And so that is definitely something that has been like a hallmark indicator of a good leader. And that is something that I've always tried to 
imbibe. And as part of that, I did teaching, I did mentorship, and I tried that path and it worked out great for me, I think at least now. But at that point, I wasn't really sure. But I think along the way, I came across people with different problems. And I mean, I think just in like my group of like, you know, college friends, I could see like, you know, similar problems to what I had, but they weren't from the exact same lens. So in some way or the other, most kids, and I don't mean this as a blanket statement, there could definitely be exceptions, but most people that I have seen going through the education system definitely faced some sort of issue in this way. It's not that they don't want to learn. It's that the way that they want to learn is not really being catered to. And it's different for everyone. For me, it's like I wanted to learn, but there was a you know communication barrier. But one of my friends, for example, she wanted to learn something very specific to what she was interested in. And she just didn't get to do it because of her family because of everything and the truth is that she has an aptitude for something entirely different and everyone around her was saying do that do it you good at it so yeah. do it and automatically internally if everyone's telling you you should do this and automatically you're going to be like but why I don't want to do it and rebellion and so you will try and run away from the path that you think is best for you but because everyone else is telling you to do it you don't want to do it automatically and that's that's a that's the general truth that a lot of kids actually face right and similarly there are other problems that you kind of come across you know things like you're curious about the subject but the in-depth knowledge of that subject that you want to obtain is not really relevant to the level that you're studying at that is definitely another struggle that i've seen my friends go through um it's it's like you know I think I remember this one time my mom was telling me when she was in her undergraduate class, she was studying about Harappa and Mohanjadaro as an Indian history and culture student. But the notes that she was making and the level that she was reading was at master's level. And so her teachers would either fail her or give her a hundred. When she reached her master's, she was doing levels of study at PhD level. So her teachers automatically recognized that she had a brain and gave her a gold medal. You see the disproportion to the reaction to the same type of study at two different levels. And that's an issue that it's not just her, but a lot of people face. And so the problems kind of vary, but the situation is that it's a failure at the end of the day. And learning is constricted by so many different things that it might as well be prison. And to add to that, the online system, it's, I, I pity teachers and I pity students at the same time. There's no yeah. fix without completely burning the system to the ground and restarting. But even that is, it's such a lefty thought that I'm like, no, do not even open that box. Mm -hmm. It's too big. <laughs> Don't open it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, very nice because you, uh, you come to a point that is very interesting. We started yeah. with... Uh, talking about how the burden of intellect can uh, actually affect us. Uh, yeah. I am finding uh, with your present answer uh, that the heart expands with all kinds of pain, which is something uh, I have come to believe after a lot of life experiences that uh, pain is a good friend to have and pleasure is a 
absolute uh, shortcut to misery actually because it just blinds us to what is staring in the face most times uh, that's true i i like to intellectualize things i would think but you have so beautifully given it a story and a context because we started with one kind of answer and what you are ending mm-hmm. with is talking about feelings emotions yeah and my question was more about are you uh, are, did you learn empathy but you actually shown empathy sheerly by the fact that you universalized the problem rather than sticking to your own version which effectively yeah. means uh, at times even if you were just talking about your story you reached out to somebody who might have thought oh i have a different context but she made her peace with it maybe somewhere mm-hmm. i might find a my request would be that do this a lot more knowingly um that's true um inevitably this actually this is something i'm really grateful to my college for um i don't think they realize that they do this really well but being a women's college this is like the hallmark of strength that they teach you and empathy is not treated as like you know a unique skill it's uh-huh. it's the reason why the col- college functions it's it's there in every single democratic system across the place and it's beautiful it's not seen as you know something unique to one leader or one principal or one hod no everyone uniformly understands no matter what you're talking about they will first try and understand you and that kind of universality is something that i think at least is beautiful and we need more of it yeah 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 uh, more power to them in fact uh... Uh, you said it very beautifully again uh, one aspect that i feel very strongly about is uh, even with the values uh, that one tries and covers with each different guest that comes up yeah uh, moral values are seen as a as something to be proud of or it will help you or uh, or a bargaining chip at times or all kinds of things um i want to cover this because a lot of people have asked me what what am i trying to do with the values workshop uh, the answer is that i really do not know uh, i just <laughs> realized that oh i love the way usha speaks so my only uh, i'm sorry you cut out can you say that last part again i am saying i love the way usha speaks so now how do i get her on uh, my podcast and uh, make her bear her heart to the world so that they they know what is being talked about why are we vibing so well or uh, i am i am always very keen to you know get people who are uh, a lot of them have been females i sometimes realize and i think i need male uh, members of the <laughs> uh, human race to come and talk about such yeah. things but uh, i guess uh, whatever i am lucky getting i am very happy about that because yeah. these things need to be spoken of Uh, yeah. They need to be normalized. It's really not a big deal to either cry yeah. or talk about vulnerability. So one yeah. of the questions you asked me before the uh, podcast uh, was, "What is that that I am trying to do with the vulnerable me?" Uh, with the series on death, I felt it was far too stark for some people. Although the chats have been wonderful as far as I am concerned, because a lot of them are quite positive chats, and they surprise yeah. me every time. Because if I was coming to somebody like your age. i spoke to somebody who was 22 years old and he landed up talking about some stuff that i was like wow i thought i knew this guy but i don't and uh, since these were anonymous talks uh, people were opening up better 
but i think the word yeah. death uh, is still quite a bit taboo in lot of circles uh, so yeah. it's not done as well as i would have liked to but i am in for the long haul as far as uh, the values workshop is concerned people will pick it up yeah. but the vulnerable me is something far more easier to speak about uh, unfortunately mental health is becoming a big issue in the coming days and i see so many people talking about so many things and they call me up and once in a while there's so much i it's very easy for me i think i was born a little weird inside so i can really get into your heart very easily i don't have to think too much so that's where yeah. if i'm talking to you i understand acha intellect so i know intellect wala problem um this i know it gave wala problem this i know this yeah. problem. stage fright i know this problem because i've gone through all of these at some stage in life and i valued these enough to to question my self worth and yeah. found that whatever like you um, certain universal truths pain hurts if it hurts you it hurts me uh, certain things are admirable in people uh, they are worth working for it's not necessary that i may have them in me or uh, or they are easy to come by either like uh, for a long time i had uh, lot of anger issues uh, stuff like that and i kept looking kept looking and very often uh, even my kid used to come and talk like this is something about you this is something about you but i never uh, i can't say i never because i must have justified myself when i was in a bad mood but i often whenever i was in a good mood i would come and show my vulnerability and say you know this is what i was feeling about and uh, maybe i was wrong i don't think she i cannot claim that i said sorry very often it took a long time for me now it seems a little more easier mm. i think it's very difficult because you are also confused about where you stand and you want to i think that fear makes you justify yourself and you want to um, and that is where then i relate to something like what happened to you in school that you think you are right but then again everybody thinks you are maybe not you like what is the problem yeah. so thank you for this uh, amazing conversation you really covered a lot of ground and uh, i did not as expect that we would talk uh, and see a version of you uh, thank you so much and uh, all the very best and i have uh, thank uh, you i have one concluding thought that it kind of stuck with me through everything that you were saying please um it's i mean i i, I know this is not something that you know we can cover today but there's definitely uh and this is something that okay let me set context that'll be easier yeah so a couple of years ago i was watching this tv show called jane the virgin it's a comedy soap opera collab version that is set in like a um latin american context and one of the actors is this guy justin baldoni who plays like a stereotypical hunk like rich guy hot guy typical okay and at the end of the show he realized that on his social media he had mostly women following him and they loved his content where he was being vulnerable and sensitive <laughs> and showing his emotional side unfortunately the men were just not responding to that at all and he has an entire ted talk about it and then he goes on to even have an entire youtube series that is one of my favorites actually it's called man enough and the entire conversation is are you man enough to talk about your feelings and it's 
one of the best things. I highly recommend you watch it. And I highly recommend anybody that's watching this to watch it because it's really good, actually. But yeah. Yeah, this is funny that you would mention this. One of one of my friends that I'm very, very, very fond of and who yeah. I look up to, uh, a, a very good Christian. I used to tell her that if I ever have to sin, I will tell you and then I'll tell God that you okayed it. <laughs> because that kind of covers if you are okay with it then you want to say that why did you bother about this and she used to laugh about it um, she and I were uh, talking once and she said you have the heart of a woman <laughs> so I said wow. well this compliment is not going to get better most of the time but I think over a period I found uh, I think Yes, on a general level, it might be true. Uh, women are far more expressive with these things. But the kind of men that I associate with and the kind of friends that I have very close to me are, are genuinely far more open-minded and uh, open-hearted about all issues in the world. I think it's not a yeah. thing. In fact, my grouse with women is that they become far too manly for me. Uh, they're trying to... You are actually coming one notch down. What was your problem? <laughs> you never compared... Uh, but I guess it's not about notches. Yeah, it's about it's equality. Yeah, it's it's really been a we've had a bad run, <laughs> and they are not <laughs> to blame in that sense. I understand that, but I yeah. I think because if this is celebrated, like a Paulo Coelho, for example, if you ever read him, uh, it gets yeah. predictable after a bit. But uh, stuff like Valkyries and things like those, I I thought yes, or the the Witch of Portobello, again, things like those were genuinely beautiful ways that women could express themselves and and stand up for what they are. It, it need not be this yeah. way. But that is yeah. like uh, Pandora's box. We can talk for next 20 hours on that and never end the topic. So we shall uh, next time. <laughs> go back to our blobbing bit. Uh, if all blobs are like you, uh, yeah. I wish. I think the world is going to be a better place. Certainly, uh, I again wish you all the very best with uh, all your good and bad days. You are doing fantastically well with your bad days. So I wish <laughs> they always lead to good insights about yourself. We'll yes. see. <laughs> yes. Maybe I'll regress. We'll see. Thank you very much. But thank you for having me. This is fun. Yeah.